Should you rent or own? Yes. Hello and welcome to the Durham Talents Channel. My name is Jesse Durham. For today's quick take, we are going to ask whether you should rent or own. So right out of the gate, let me say, I'm not going to tell you which one of these that you should do, but it'd be a good thought experiment just to run through and do this will be relevant at different stages in life, of course. There might be times where it's appropriate to rent, times where it's appropriate to own. But let's just have this thought experiment where we just look at the pros and the cons. We look at the factors and the variables that would go into this type of a discussion. So again, I'm here to empower folks to become your own banker, to implement the infinite banking concept, to be more financially in control and profitable in whatever it is that you're doing and whether you happen to be renting or owning at the time that you're doing it. But let's just think about this. Renting. Are there instances where renting just makes good common sense? Yes, perhaps you're traveling uh, from your occupation with the military. Okay, perhaps you are uh, on the road a lot with a, a job. You're here for so long and it's just so there just there are these implications, right? So but when it comes to rent, is there a way to have more control and be profitable? Yes. So I talk with folks about how to use infinite banking even in a renting scenario. So let me give you an example. Let's say you built up some capital in your private banking entity, your properly structured whole life policy with a mutual company that pays dividends. So you build up some capital in your policy and you approach your landlord and you say, hey, I'd like to pay this next year up front. Could we work out something between us to discount the price? I'll go ahead and pay you for the whole year cash right now. Does that give you some bargaining power? Well, it sure does. Okay. The golden rule. He who has the gold makes the rules. Okay. So you could take advantage of an opportunity there to get a discount. If you are going to be renting for the next year, perhaps you could get a month off or something. Who's who knows? But that gives you some control. That gives you some profitability. What could you do with an extra month's worth of rent that you could redirect to something else? Okay, maybe that's additional premium into your policy for the next thing that you're getting ready to do. Okay, so I'm just throwing out there, even in a renting situation, because it is going to behoove folks at different times for different reasons to rent. But can you be implementing infinite banking even in such a situation? Yes. And that's just one practical example. All right. Now let's talk about ownership. And again, here, the examples, they all come to mind. I don't want to I don't want to get too deep there. You know, you could be out of state going to college. You know, you're going to be at a particular place for the next four years. Should you consider building up some equity in a home by having ownership? Maybe, maybe, right? But again, that's not where I'm necessarily going to focus, but I'm going to consider some situations where if you're implementing infinite banking, it could affect home ownership if that's the route that you choose to make. So I talk with folks often enough about down payments. So just for one practical example, some folks, they are of the mindset of, having that 20% to avoid the PMI, the private mortgage insurance, want to have 20% to put down on a home. Okay. And again, I'm not saying do one way or do the other. And then you do have other folks that are saying, well, no, I want to do the minimum. If it's 3% that I can do, that's what I want to do. And here's what I'm going to say. Again, let's take this scenario. You've been capitalizing this private banking policy of yours 
And you ha- let's say you had the ability to do either the 3% or the 20%. You had enough built up in your policy to be able to do a full 20% down on a home for your home ownership. My question is, is does that cut out interest that you otherwise would have paid and some other expenses perhaps? Yes. But I'm going to push back simply with a question, simply to provoke thought. What could you do with the money? Okay, you've got the full 20% if you go that route. What could you do, though, if you paid the 3% or the 5% instead and you had access to that difference? Can you think of something profitable, something else that perhaps you're more passionate about? Now, a home is a good example. If you choose to pay off your home early and avoid paying interest, that's not a bad scenario. If we look at the average annual spending pattern in Nelson's book, the average American is at least paying 34.5% of every dollar in interest alone. And that's assuming that the average American is also saving 10% of what they earn, which I think is generous across the board. It's too generous across the board. Average American. No, that's not happening. But what I'm saying there is if you could get a percentage and housing is a good percentage of the overall interest that the average American is paying. Okay. Just simply look at yours. Ask a friend if you don't have a home yet, but you're considering getting one, ask a friend how much they have paid last month in interest alone. Not what their rate is. Not what their rate is. Okay. Not what their rate is. So we're, we're having a rise in, in interest rates right now at this time and everybody's bragging about, and I'm happy for them. I mean, if you're paying less, great. But they're bragging about, well, I got locked in at this two point something, this three point something, whatever rate before it started going up. Great. But what's the volume? What's the actual dollar amount? The actual dollar amount. What's the volume of interest that you're paying on a home mortgage? Okay. So what I'm saying is if you decided to use a policy to recapture some of that, is is that you recapturing interest that you would otherwise be bleeding out? Yes. And great. Great. Okay. There are going to be some folks, they're not business minded. They're not investment minded. They're career minded. Okay. Big income earners or you're doing well for yourself anyway in your career, in your field. And you're on this ladder, you're on this, this track. And if you just had the one step of being your own banker in your life and you recapture interest that otherwise was going to the banks for your home, that's a solid move. Now, again, there are going to be these others and especially those that want to play the math games and say, well, but if I took that money, I did X, Y, Z. So again, here's where I'm saying, I'm encouraging you to be your own banker. If you're geared toward business, add that one step, be your own banker in your business. If you're geared towards investments in this or that area, finance that yourself through your private banking entity. If you're a career minded individual and you just want to be able to finance your household needs, the things that you're going to do anyway, just as a household, and that allows you to be more profitable fantastic okay so rent or own there are ways to be more profitable to have more financial control over your situation so (laughs) i know that's a provocative thing for me to have said from the start rent or own you choose guys at the end of the day everything is financed if you're renting or owning 
that's financed. I'm saying you can be the one that enjoys the control and the profits of what it is that you're already doing in life. You can be your own banker. And if you do want a deeper dive into this subject of real estate at large, I actually will be releasing a life lesson. It's going to be one of our life lessons additions to our series where I am going to go into the deeper waters of how we all interact with land in some level. See what I'm doing here? Life lessons, land. Okay. So I'm going to talk about renting. I'm going to talk about owning. I'm going to talk about real estate investing. I'm going to talk about different ways, okay, where infinite banking can help you in what it is that you're already doing or that you're wanting to do as it concerns land. So this has just been a quick take. If you want to dive into the deeper waters with me, I'd encourage you to check out my life lesson on land. So I hope that this has been thought provoking. If you'd like to have a conversation about what it could look like for you to implement infinite banking into your household, your business, your investing, whatever it is you're already doing, then I've got a free presentation I'd like you to check out and my calendar link all available on our website, DurhamTalents.com. This has been a great pleasure for me. I look forward to our next conversation. Have a great day. Take care. Yeah, boy.